0: Sai dear listeners, and welcome to Tryst with Divinity. Today is February twentieth, twenty thirteen, and it's a pleasant morning in Prashanthinilam. Just a couple of days ago, this hallowed hamlet saw a colorful presentation from hundreds of devotees of Southeast countries, namely Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, Hong Kong, and Singapore. The unique thing is most of them were Chinese-speaking devotees, and they were here to celebrate the advent of the 4,013th Lunar Chinese New Year in Prasanthi And this festival, which went on for two days, February 16th and 17th, 2013, had lovely presentations of songs, dance and short inspiring talks. There was plenty of music, beautiful music, soulful music. And one of the highlights was the performance of a Karnataka vocal concert Yes, a Karnataka vocal concert by a Chinese-speaking youth from Malaysia. His name is Chiu Sen and he really surprised the audience with his rendering of a Tyagraja kriti, Rama Ninnu Nammina. Here is a
1: glimpse for you. Rama Ninnu Nammina Rama ninnu nammidhā Rama ninnu nammidhā Vāra muhrāma ninnu nammidhā Vāra muhrāma ninnu nammidhā Va da Birama Saka Long Be the Maw, Ninu Namina Va Saka laloka Vidama ninu nam minar Vada mukama Saka Vidama
0: So that was Chusen from Malaysia and the audience were really pleasantly happy seeing a Chinese-speaking Sai devotee rendering a Karnataka kriti so beautifully. And obviously they burst out in the end with the rounds of applause. And this really prompted us to invite Chusen to the studio so that we know what inspired him to take to music, what inspired him to take to South Indian classical music, to Tiagraja kritis and how has love for God blossomed in his heart and how does he feel being in prasanthi Nilayam and celebrating chinese new year so all this we will hear from him now and he's with us in the studios now so welcome Chusun to the studios of radio Sai. sorry i'm, I'm really happy to be here okay so Chusun, how was it in prasanthi Nilayam, in the divine presence celebrating the chinese new year um, it was indeed a great experience to be here in Prashanti.
2: I mean, ever since uh, Swami left his physical body, I did not get a chance to come over to Prashanti to pay my respect. And this time, it was uh, during this Chinese New Year, able to be close and get his darshan, and it was indeed uh, really a great experience to me. So you have come many times before. Ah, uh, yes, maybe around uh, fifteen to twenty times. Fifteen from, to twenty yeah, times. Yeah, almost So I'm, you've yeah. been, you
0: know, Swami, when you were. Very small boy. Uh, when I was uh, in 6th sixth standard. 6th sixth standard? Yes. So you know Swami from then. So how yes. did this love for Swami begin?
2: In fact, it was because of my neighbor who has given my father a picture of Swami. In to Malaysia. Us, in Malaysia to ask us to worship him. And I was, uh, during that time, we got some books as well. We visited some Sai center. And even during my first visit, I was attracted to the Bhajan itself. Mm-hmm. Of course I don't know who Swami is and I was really attracted to the songs the divine songs that have been sung So you went to the Sai
0: center and yes. as a little boy you were attracted yes.
2: to the bhajans Yes to the bhajans and um, I always wanted to learn them mm-hmm. to how to sing how to render it in a proper manner that's how I slowly get involved in these mostly true bhajans mm-hmm. and I came to know more about Swami
0: So you basically wanted to if I'm right, learn music because you wanted to sing bhajans properly. Yes. And yes. you got fascinated with Swami again because you loved bhajans. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. So your journey to the Lord has been through devotional music. So how did it go on from there? You started learning bhajans? Uh, yes, I
2: started learning bhajan, but because I'm a pure Hakka Chinese mm-hmm. and it's very difficult for me to pronounce the language. Because if I compare myself with the recordings, I know that I'm not pronouncing the words properly. Mm. And of course, the raga, the melody as well. So I wanted to further my bhajan singing. Therefore, I started some small classes to learn classical music. From whom did you start learning? From Mrs. Vijay Lakshmi Kulavira Singham in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Just the so basic. they started teaching you bhajans? No, just basic of sarigama oh, to improve my voice. Your yes. Military. Now, due to that, I mean after when I learned the classical music, I feel that my voice has developed a little and from then on, I continued my singing journey in Malaysia. But this time was a little bit bad. It is because of my personal ego that comes in. Mm -hmm. Because I feel that Well, now I have learned music, I can sing well. Therefore, I started competing with a lot of people back in Malaysia. Those, um, we are in the same batch with all the young ones. So I started competing with them and try to add on a lot of variations and make the songs to be very complicated. Well, it is due to that I believe that Swami himself, he knows everything, that I actually lost my voice for two years. So when did this happen? Somewhere around 1998. To year 2000, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. So when you
0: had begun learning Carnatic music just the basic for about a couple of few months mm, but yeah. you thought you had some sort of an ego because you thought you are now yes. able to sing properly yes so I started competing with other with people with the other people who can pronounce properly and yes, sing properly in India, the, because I'm the only Chinese center. So yes perhaps there was some amount of ego that you are now able to sing at par with anyone else there though you are a Chinese yeah from that in, <laughs> in Malaysia in Malaysia yes so because of that I believe Swami is
2: teaching me a lesson and I lose my voice for two years and in fact I went to all different doctors to find out what exactly happened and in fact the, the result was okay it was fine there's nothing happened to my throat but it's just that whenever I try to sing a song my voice will crack and I'm not able to proceed further so what happened was it was during one of the Chinese New Year celebration I came to act in the drama mm-hmm. it was then during the practice session in Puna Chandra Hall Swami came right after Darshan After RT, if I'm not mistaken, Swami came from Purnachandra Hall and he walked towards me and he asked me, what's your problem? Mm -hmm. That's his question. What's your problem in a very stern manner? I was shocked and I couldn't answer. Probably because I know my mistake. So I just kept quiet. I said, Swami, I just pointed at my throat and Swami just said, very good, very good. And he left. He walked towards the lady's side and gave his darshan. I was in tears because I felt really, really guilty, and I feel that it is wrong on my path to start competing. You know, basically, it's all divine songs, and I started these competitions. And uh, it is during then when I, mean, I started crying and crying, and I saw that Swami he turned and looked at me, and he walked back. He just make a turn and he walked back, and then he asked me again in a softer manner, "What's your problem?" I said, I have throat problem. I just pointed at my throat. And he just said, don't worry. And he gave me some vibhuti, materialized some vibuti, And he touched on my throat. And it was after about two hours, I noticed that i able to sing. My throat has recovered. And after that, again, because the very next day, we was queuing up for darshan to Coolen Hall and what happened because I became a talk of the entire group that they say that oh there's some Chinese boy who get blessing from Swami he's so lucky and so on I feel very proud and I feel wow that's me and I try to show everyone hey that's me I try to get their attention and I believe this ego have made me lose my voice again just within about half an hour 20 minutes I completely lose my voice mm-hmm. And that was my last day in Prashanti. There's no way I can be close to Swami just as in Pranachandra Hall.
0: All this was in
2: which year? I think it was 1999 if I'm not mistaken. Okay. It's fine. somewhere around that that period of time. Fine. So I came back to Malaysia with a very sad feeling. And after a month or two, I came to know that Malaysia is actually organizing a drama festival in Prindavan in Whitefield. So... I got a chance again. So this time, my mom told me that it is good for me to go. Okay, after one or two months and I came to Brindavan and again the same thing right after Darshan, during our rehearsal, Swami came to the stage and this time Swami passed me because I was in the green room. Swami just passed and I looked at him. I did not even look at his eyes because I felt really, really guilty. I was very quiet until Swami asked me, what's your name? And I said, my name is Chusen." He said, ah? I said, Chusen. He said, Chutan. He repeated a few times, Chutan. And I just kept quiet. I just prayed and I took my partner, Namaskar. And he went to the makeup room. Okay, he was talking to some other devotees. And when he came out, he went straight in the middle on the stage. He was standing there and I just looked at him. I made the silent prayer in my heart. I just said, Swami, I'm sorry. If at all, I'm not able to sing in this life to you using my throat, let me sing from my heart. At least don't stop me from that. And I sang a song, Sai Mata Pita Dina in my heart. I just looked at him and I started singing and I was cheering. And what happened is I noticed that Swami's gesture, his finger is actually following the beat of how I sing. I tried to sing a little faster and I noticed that he's moving faster. And I know that he's listening. And he looked at me and he left. That was the Darshan before I went into my music. After the drama festival, I came back to Malaysia and I started working part-time. And I got an opportunity to go to Chennai, Madras. Someone just said that you love music. And uh, why don't you just come with me to Chennai to just listen to some Carnatic classical concert? I said, yeah, why not? So I went and every time when I listen to any classical piece, I will think of, Sai Bhajans, because I'm always in a very depressed mood because I know that I will not be able to sing again. And um, I was just Mm -hmm. looking around and listening to a lot of concerts by a lot of great singers in Chennai. And one day I decided... So, till now you were not able to sing at all? I can right after when I met my guru.
0: Yeah, so until then, when you were now in Chennai, at that time you were... That time, the first trip. Yes, was at that time you were not to, able to sing. So yes. the second time when you lost your voice, after that you were not able not to sing. Not able to sing. Not you were able only to listening sing. and enjoying. I was just, li- and just enjoying the music. But when someone music, told, okay, come over to Chennai, you thought, okay, let me go and listen.
2: Yes. So from then I thought, since I'm not able to sing, why don't I start something else? So I was, uh, that particular one month, I actually learned dance. Bharatanatyam. I started dance. But every time after my class, my teacher would tell my guru, Usha Srinivasan, she would tell me that, I think your interest is somewhere else. It's not into dance. And I really do not know why you want to take up dance. Always she will tell me that. Therefore, my ticket is over. I came back to Malaysia. And within a month or two, I went back again to continue my dance. And this time, my dance teacher told me that, no, you try something else. Try something else. So I took up veena. I tried on the veena from a Professor Kalpakam Swaminathan. And I tried a little bit vocal because I'm very scared of my singing. So I'm not able to. And my singing class, I went to two gurus. My singing classes did not work out. One day, I was really, really frustrated. Very, very frustrated in Chennai. I want to sing and yet I'm not able to. Really, really frustrated and depressed. I went back to my room, my rental, a small room. I was really, really angry and I was just... Yelling and scolding and making a lot of noise. I said, Swami, this is really unfair. So much so, I thought of all the God's picture that I have in my room. Everything, I just threw it out. It was very hot during, at that time in, in Madras. It was during summer. It was very, very hot. I was really, really tired after when I was yelling and yelling and threw out everything, all my musical books, all outside my room. And I just closed the door and I fell asleep. It was during then, it's just that area Banandure, it's just that area, started raining very heavily. Mm -hmm. It's just that area because when I looked, when somebody told me, when they looked out, they don't see other places. It's only my area that filled apartments. It's raining heavily and strong wind blew into the room. I was a bit scared. I said, Oh, what happened? I was like shivering I said because ECB Chinese used to watch a lot of vampire and ghost movie. I was brought up in that. I thought something is coming. I was really scared shivering in my room at one corner. It was then one music directory book fell from the rack. Maybe a bit due to the strong wind or I'm not really sure. Fell from that rack and started flipping. I was just looking at that book is something like the yellow pages, it's like the yellow page on all musicians and their phone numbers and their contacts. So I took that book, I just looked at it and I saw I was attracted to three names, although I do not know who are they. The first name which I picked from that book was M.S. Lakshmi.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Second name was my guru, Srimati dige And third was Arvedavalli. Mm-hmm. So these three names I picked, it was just attracted to me. I took down their numbers. And I don't know what is it all about until I say that maybe there is a sign. So I look at, I said Swami's picture is outside. And yet I felt guilty and I slowly I crawled out and I took Swami's picture. And I just make it straight. And I just looked at Swami and I said, I'm sorry. Again, I did a mistake. I just hold that picture and I have a very strong feeling in me that tells me that I have to call this three person. So the first person I called was MS Subalakshmi and at that time she was very ill. She's more than about 82 plus. Apparently, she was bedridden that time. Mm-hmm. His secretary told me that I'm not able to pass a line to her. I say that, oh, I'm sorry. I don't Do you know who is MS Subalakshmi? You just call in. I say, "I don't know, <laughs> because initially I was just saying, "Can I speak to Miss MS M. Subalakshmi? She said, "No, she's a singer. She's, she's a legend. She's a legend itself. And how you got the number? I said, "No, I just got the number from a directory. I want to speak to her to learn music." He was like stunned. <laughs> oh, okay, but I'm so sorry, I'm not able to pass the line, but if you would like to learn music, I can recommend you to somebody." I said, it's okay, sir, because I plan to go back the very next day. Because I told him that I got cheated by lots of teachers from Chennai. I left 150 rupees. That's all I have. Mm-hmm. I said, it's just enough for me to take an auto back to the airport. I said, it's okay. Thank you very much. So I put the phone down. I did not call the third lady, Arvedabali, but I met her later after that. Second person I called was Sri Mati Dike She answered the call. She has a very deep voice. I thought it was a man who answered the call. Mm-hmm. I keep saying that, can I speak to Sri Matidike Patamal? He said, ah, I am Patamal. I am Patamal. <laughs> I said, uh, no, no, mama. I want to speak to mommy. Can I speak to Patamama? He said, I am Patama mommy. Who is this? Who is this? She asked me, very old. I mean, she's, that time I think she was 80. Okay. She's a very grand old lady. She said, I said, I'm Chinese from Malaysia. She said, China. China, music, China, music. I said, no, Malaysia, music. She keep hearing music. Mm. So I say, can I see you? I just want to share my experience in Chennai. Can I see you? Come, come. She said, come day after. Then she calculate the timing and and there's certain time. You pass three o'clock, pass four o'clock, things like that. She said, you come to my house, you come so I went to my dance teacher I spoke to her and I said that I spoke to Sri I don't know who is this lady I was a bit rude in fact I said I don't know who is this lady who is trying to be funny because the voice was so deep and sounds like a man it was my dance teacher who then told me that you are not supposed to speak like that who is that lady and try to act funny do you know who she is I said I don't know I thought it was just a young musician and you know I was just so happened to pick that name she said no I'm not going to tell you who she is. You go and meet her. You go to my kitchen. I told her, my, my finances, that it's okay, go to my kitchen, get some fruits, and go and visit her the next day. So after a day, I cycled to her house about 45 minutes. And I met her husband who was playing the tennis outside. Mm-hmm. He was about 90 plus. He was playing the tennis. He was very healthy, man. Oh my God. He was playing the tennis. And he questioned me under the hot sun for more than about half an hour. Mm-hmm. to ask me, where am I from and why are you here? and You know, like a lot of questions. And I said, no, I want to meet Sri Dike Patama. He said, ah, after half an hour, he said, go in. The first step when I walked into the house, I felt a kind of a sensation. And I do not know why my tears started flowing. Although I have not seen her because I have to pass by a corridor it was that feeling I feel that is something like when I see Swami with that guilt, everything comes back to my deep inside me. I felt really, really down. The moment I looked at her, she was a grand old lady on the chair. She has elephantiasis. Mm. She has a lot of illness and she was so weak. She just raised her head and looked at me and said, come. And she looked at my eyes, was full of tears. She just said, are you a I think pity you yeah. or something like that yes. Paul, he said come I looked at her I was shivering and I just looked at her I, I do not know what else to say I thought I wanted to complain of my journey to Chennai but I'm not able to I was quiet I was so quiet and I just looked down and he looked at me sing something he asked me I am not able to sing I do not know how to tell her that then she asked me, are you Chinese? I said, yeah, I'm Chinese. I'm Sai Baba Devotee. Then she asked me, you are Sheridi Baba Devotee or you are Satya Sai Baba Devotee? I looked at her and I said, I'm Satya Sai Baba Devotee. Then she looked at me, I am also Satya Sai Baba Devotee. I looked at Then I was just staring at her. She said, look, there's a Swami's calendar at the corner of her. She told me, I have not met Baba. But she said, my love for him, for Swami is always there. She said that Swami is an avatar. So she said that, why don't you sing a song? I said, I sing a bhajan. She said, okay, sing. So I sang Sri Kari Kripakari. And of course, my voice started cracking in between. She said, ah, okay. Then she told me the raga, Malaya Marutam. Then she said that, you should sing in this way. On the spot, she fine-tuned me into a classical way of singing that song. Then she said, try to sing a classical song. I said, "Mummy, I only know up to one small varnam. I said, ah. Then I remembered, I picked up a classical piece, Mahaganabatim in Raghamnatai, and in, from the cassette, I sang that song. She said, Ah, okay. She said, I will take you as a student. Before I able to ask her to teach me, she said, I will take you as a student because you are Sai Baba devotee. In fact, she said her age, she has stopped taking students because her health issue. She said, I'll take you in. Then, just to cut it short, she said, okay, you come the next day, I'll start your class. I said, money-wise, I really cannot afford to pay. Then she said, don't worry about the money. When Swami is there, everything will be perfect. And sooner, what she said is true. Right after I met her When I came back to my room I received a call From a doctor It's my family's friend He said Do you need some money? Mm -hmm. I said Oh God I said yes Okay I'll bank in some money to you You buy yourself a harmonium And you go for your music class And please stay for six months in Chennai Not one month I said But He said Don't ask me too many questions I will bank in right now Give me your bank account so I gave, and money came in. So the next day, I went and visited my teacher. You get She said I couldn't sleep. I asked her why. She said up to about four o'clock, four a.m. She said she has a lot of doubt of how she's going to teach me because English, she can't really communicate in English. The songs and you're a Chinese. How are you going to pick up those Sanskrit, Telugu, and Tamil song? So she was thinking what to teach me. Then she said that, okay. So I said, "Mummy, I repeated the same thing. If Bhagavan is there, there's nothing to worry about. I told her and she said, ah, it's true, it's true. Then she said, I will teach you a Dikshita Kriti. Shri Guru Kuha When I heard the words itself, I was like, oh, I believe I'm not able to learn it. I just closed my eyes and I just said a silent prayer. I said, Swami, again, you have let me met a guru and although I don't know who she was till now and I just say that but I saw there's a lot of titles and lots of the walls there's a lot of awards and all although I don't understand then I said Swami you have to help me I mean I only know one Varnam and I do not have proper basic to learn a kriti from a grand old lady I believe it will be very difficult I just closed my eyes and when I opened my eyes she started her song she started the first line Shri Guru Gautariya Shumam, but surprisingly, i able to follow because I do not know how to explain this. It's just that I feel that I have heard that song before and I have sung that song before. Hmm. In fact, no. And I just picked up the song in one class Plus another class which is half because the other half she started another song mm-hmm. just one in the half class i completed the entire song mm-hmm. that she was surprised to, and even for me i surprised now till then i've totally forgot about my voice after about the third gritty and i noticed that there's nothing wrong with my voice you had somehow now regained your voice yes until the third gritty Sujana Jivana is Tiagraja Kriti she told me after the third Kriti she said that I am going to arrange an Arangetum for you you have to perform in a Sangeeta Sabha mm-hmm. I looked at her I said in a Sangeeta Sabha I said mm. no I can't I said I'm not up to the level this is just about lesser than a that I'm learning from you she said no I can arrange I looked at her she said then she asked me do you know who I am I said I don't know. She said, Are you? Then she turned, she explained to me about all those awards Padma Bhushan, Padma Vibhushan, and all this little, little of Sangita Kalaniti, and all this step by step she explained to me. It took about four hours.
0: <laughs> oh my God. For
2: me to learn, about four hours she explained to me every single little thing. I said, Oh, I said, mommy, I'm so sorry. I really do not know about all these titles. And she said, it's okay. No problem. She said, after all, title is nothing. Most importantly, when you sing and the connection that leads you to God, that is most important. Titles. She just showed a sign that is not important at all. She said that, okay, I'm going to arrange for you. She immediately called the secretary of one Sangita Sabha. He agreed. He said, okay, I'll put this boy in. She told me three things that she wants me to fulfill. I took it as what Swami wants me because she's my guru. And she said, I want you to sing in the music academy of Chennai. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, I want you to perform in a grand concert. And number three, I want you to perform in Prashanti Nilayam, in Puttaparthi, in the presence of Sai. I said, wow. I just said, mommy, that's impossible. Music Academy is a big thing. It's a higher institution. I said, how am I going to sing that? Then she said, don't worry. So after I performed my Arangetra, my first concert, and that's with the 10 songs that I have, Mm -hmm. I performed and I came back to Malaysia. Within two years, I went back again to continue my lessons. It's off and on. She said, it's time for you to perform in the Music Academy. I said, oh, mommy, it's a big thing. She said, no. She always, she repeats the same thing. If Bhagavan is there, why are you worried? Then I said, okay, I kept quiet. And the music academy, the secretary came to her house and so happened he heard me and he said, okay, we will invite you to our 79th annual conference during the meeting, the comfort of Sangita Kalanidi to a great violin vidwan M. Chandra Shekaran." Mm. So he said, You will be singing. But I can't give you a long concert, just about 20 minutes. So I sang. That's number one. And from then on, I feel Swami has been opening my journey step by step. And I was invited to sing in the Spirit of Unity concert, under Sri TVK Shastri. I met him. Actually, when I met him, I did not get the chance at all. It is because I just uttered the word Sairam to him. Mm-hmm. Because I saw this a Swami's picture mm-hmm. next to his table. And then, oh, I said, he must be a Swami's devotee. I just said, Sairam, sir. And he stopped me. Did you say Sairam? I said, yeah. Sai Baba devotee? I said, yes. Then within a few hours, he sent a letter and he said that he wants me to sing a few songs during that concert. Mm-hmm. So that
0: grand spirit of unity concert. Yes. Where?
2: In Shiridi. That time, they have it in Shirdi. Which year was this? I can't really remember. It's from 2000 onwards. Okay. 2000 onwards, I sang. And uh, my third wish was Prashanti Nilayam. Yes. And the wish was fulfilled. It was this year yes. that i able to sing Atiyagra Jakriti this year during this Chinese New Year. So that's why I said it is a very memorable one to me because uh, finally I fulfilled what my guru wants, and my journey from one to another. It has I noticed the Swami has been transforming me to a different person, and because I was too busy with my entire journey and practicing and I've totally forgot about what I am before this. There's no time for me to start comparing with anybody. There's no time for me to start boosting about my music and that's nothing because Swami constantly keeps you very busy into just how to enhance and how to develop your voice of your singing and that's it. And I remember there's one small incident that Swami keep asking me. Apparently two times Swami asked me what is your other name? Mm-hmm. I couldn't answer because my name is Chong Chusen. If Swami asked me what's your surname? Chong is my surname. Your actual name. Is chosen. but when he asked me what is my other name I couldn't answer it was during when I met my Guru D.K. Patamal when she planned my Arangetram she said you are like my grandson mm-hmm. then I asked her should I have an Indian name so that it would be easy for you to call me she said from now on you are no longer my student I was stunned no, you are my grandson give me a piece of paper I gave her a piece of paper. She wrote, you're a Sai Baba devotee. You must have a Sai in front. She gave me a name, Sai. Then she said, which Raga you like the most? I said, I write like Mohanam, which I sang. She said, okay. So she gave me Madana Mohan. Mm-hmm. Mohan. And she put Kumar. Why Kumar? Because she said, my children all have Kumar in at the back. You must have Kumar as my grandson. So she has written a name for me, Sai Madhanam Mohan Kumar. Wow. And from there, I reflect back. I remember the question that Swami asked me. What is my other name? It is because Swami knows that in this journey, I will meet my Guru and I will proceed with my music. And it has all happened with His grace.
0: With His grace, yes. So many doors have opened Yes. Just because you are a side devotee. It's true. It's wonderful. You said after having come to Swami, there is a lot of transformation that has happened in your personality. Can you elaborate on that? It's more on my character, my personal behavior and my
2: attitudes. Is it because I was brought up in not a very well-to-do family? We was quite poor. Therefore, I mix with a lot of bad companies and my behavior, my language and my attitude towards my parents and even to my siblings. I'm not able to get along with all of them. In fact, my second brother, I'm not able to get along with him at all. And I used to hate my younger sister mm-hmm. because... I believe all this because, maybe because I lack of attention, I'm an attention seeker. That's how my ego comes in when I know how to sing a little bit of songs. I start competing and I don't respect my parents at all. I yelled at them with all the language. So all this before? All this was before. But as I said, it was during the time when I lose my voice. And every time when I'm rude, even to my brother and my sister or my family members, I feel... I will not be able to sing. Not only because of my ego, but in fact this part of it as well. And whenever I try to sing even the simple pudgeons, I will feel very, very guilty. And that will stop me from singing. It's still then. But I believe the transformation, it was during one day when my mom told me. It was not a big knock on me. It was during the period I was too busy building up my music journey and my singing and I've completely forgotten. I've became very calm because constantly I've been singing and singing and singing, chanting and reading and get the pronunciation right to read about the stories of when did composed compose this song and how did he compose the theory part of it. I've been too busy thinking of the music that I have no time for any other things in fact in my job my boss used to tell me your life is into your music as a HR you are doing well you worked as a HR as a HR back in Malaysia okay. my boss told me that I believe your journey is into music that you can choose if you want to work here I would love you to be here he's a but devotee too mm-hmm. I would love you to be here but I think your inner calling for you to go back to your music So because of all this that I've been busy about to study about the music, I've completely forgotten the other part of it. Whenever I reach home, I just greet my mom and immediately I'll just eat with her, spend time with my brothers and my sisters. I sit with them, eat with them, joke with them, and I'll go back to my room and start learning about my music. And I have no other time to even talk about any other thing because my time has been restricted. Swami has been keeping me too busy with my music that I have no time for any other things. Maybe because Swami has been putting me into all this that I feel that I've completely forgotten about perhaps the ego part of it, the yelling part of it, the arguments, all the other things. And I feel that this is quite a silent thing. Gradually, it has been changing
0: me throughout. So music has, in many ways, brought in many virtues in you i believe so all Gradually. your negative tendencies are now subdued yes slowly yeah, in a it manner has of been... sorts sublimated to music and devotion to god yes i believe so but how much it actually has gone i do not, know. not know but
2: but personally you do feel better i feel very mm-hmm. much better through music yes very much better i became a bit more calm in my own way and i able to focus a lot of things and yeah i just feel good perhaps the connection is the most important to me. Because those days, when I want to think of Swami, I have to do a lot of things to get that connection. I can't feel the Swami is within. Now, at least when I sing a song, I know that He is there. One That connection,
0: yeah. Music is a beautiful medium to connect with God. And I yes. think when that connection happens, then you are most fulfilled. Yes. And I think as one purifies oneself... And as one immerses oneself in pure music, you begin to experience the pure love of God. And that perhaps is what you have begun to experience. It's wonderful. So what do you like to do now in the days to come, in the years to come? You want to pursue music seriously?
2: Um, yes. yes as a do- career?
0: Yes, as a career because my guru
2: before she passed away, she actually did mention that she wants me to be a singer back in either in Malaysia or in India. She said that you have to keep singing, keep singing and keep singing because she told me that Baba himself emphasized a lot of Namaskarana and singing the grace of God. He said that you have to continue singing.
0: And that's what you want to do? Yes. Wonderful. So you want to further your music career in India or in Malaysia? Perhaps I would like to continue my learning in India and I try to spread it in Malaysia. Malaysia. Wonderful. You want to spread Carnatic music in Malaysia. Yes. yes. Do people there appreciate Carnatic music? The crowd
2: is not so wide, but I believe with the name of God, it can achieve anything. So I'm just trying my level best to... Because
0: you are sort of a very odd person that way, who is so much drawn to Indian music and to Carnatic music, even though you were Chinese and you were in Malaysia, but bhajans were something that really drew you in and you were so fascinated with Carnatic music. I think not many people are like that. Okay. <laughs> but I think given the grace that Bhagwan has blessed you with, once you pursue this, I think probably a lot of people there will begin to appreciate this kind of music also because music ultimately helps one to connect yes. with God. And I think once we present music in that spirit, automatically it connects with the audience also. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, what would you like to say to Radio Sai listeners? You are here in Prashantan Lim and did you expect that you will be called to the Radio Sai studios and you will be sharing this when you came to Prasanthi Lim this time? No, not at all. <laughs> I didn't
2: expect all this, but
0: I believe it's all Bhagawan's grace himself. Yeah, wonderful. All the best, and thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Say down.
3: You just heard a conversation with Mister Chu Sin, a Malaysian Sai devotee of Chinese origin. The unique thing about him, as you listened, is his passion for Carnatic music, and that happened because of his interest in Sai Bhajans. So he now sings Thyagaraja Kritis so proficiently, even though he knows to speak only Chinese and English. His dream was to perform in front of Bhagwan in Prashantinilam once, and that happened in February 2013, as he mentioned in this interview. Dear listeners, this was yet another episode of our series Trist with Divinity offering you conversations with people who have been touched by the love of Bhagwan Baba. Do write to us about your feedback and suggestions about this series. As always, you can email them to listener at radiosci.org Thank you and Sai Ram.